Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 5 of He Book, She Book, the pro wrestling podcast for your two hosts book and rebook your favorite superstars and storylines of the past, present, and future. I'm Mike. And I'm Becca. And we are a week out from WrestleMania Backlash. So today we're going to be going over last week's Raw and SmackDown. And then we're also going to do our predictions for Backlash. Yep. So to start off... We are going to talk about something that's been a recurring theme on this podcast, and that is the Sonya Deville Adam Pierce power struggle. On Raw this week, we see Sonya and Charlotte talking, and Adam Pierce walks up and asks what that was about. And Sonya tells him not to worry about it. Yep. And he, you know, gets mad at her, tells her that she's overstepping and she needs to check herself, basically. Yeah. And this then turned into the match that was scheduled between Charlotte Flair and Dana Brooke. Dana taps out to Charlotte. Charlotte is still in the ring after the fact. She didn't let Dana Brooke go. Mandy has to break it up. And then Sonya comes out and she says, as a WWE official, equal to Adam Pierce." Yeah. That's something interesting because we've been sitting here saying... What is her place? Is she his assistant? Is she equal to him? Now, he's saying in the beginning that she's overstepping, and she's saying that she's equal to. Yeah, I mean, last week I talked about how I looked up what her official capacity was. And the only thing I could find was from the night that she came back, she was listed as the assistant to WWE official Adam Pierce. Now, she claims that she is on equal footing as Adam Pierce and has just as many rights as he does, and she shows that. Because apparently she can just do what she did. Yeah, so she says that Charlotte has a proposal and that Charlotte has every right to voice this. And, of course, Charlotte wants to be added to the Oscar-Rhea match at Backlash. And there is nothing more Charlotte than being inserted into matches that she was not previously in. Yes, exactly. And Sonya's sitting here, like, because there's a a male triple threat at Backlash, I'm going to agree and say, you can be in this. Horrible reason. It's so lame. And... Rhea comes out calling yeah. Charlotte a spoiled brat, saying how nobody likes her. Yeah, very weird. Uh, that was really weird. I mean, she's mad. She doesn't think yeah. Charlotte deserves to be in this match. And Asuka comes out also mad, saying how this is crap and she yeah. shouldn't be here. That all turns into the three of them going at it. Sonya kind of Yeah, but of like just, barely so. It, yeah. It was very weak because it was Rhea, I think, hits Charlotte. Or yes. Charlotte hits Rhea. Somebody... It was all just very weird because Asuka ends up being the only one left into the ring. And Charlotte and Rhea are outside of the ring and don't touch each other. They just walk away. Yeah. End segment. And then we get backstage to Sonya and Adam, another argument. Yes, so Adam's mad now that she booked this without talking to him. But she sent a text. She said she sent him a text. and then Bad service. He's, yeah, that's bad service, something yeah. like that. He's mad about it, saying he should... She should have found him. And, you know, she's like, you're right. I should have found you. We should have made this decision together. And then it kind of just, like, trails off into the next thing. Yeah, they keep doing this weird thing where, like, Adam and Sonya are just staring at each other. And then, like, they just kind of just goes to the next segment. Now, later in the night, we did see something that we thought was interesting. Yeah. And we had to backtrack to this exact moment after the fact. 
So Charlotte's gear recently has been red. Sonya Deville comes out in this beautiful red suit. Later in the night, we have Alexis Playground. Yeah. And she has her friend Lily with her now. And she's saying how Trouble finds Lily and Lily's favorite color is red. And that she has her eye on somebody, but she won't tell who. Yes, it's their dirty little secret. Yeah. The only people really that wore red this night were Charlotte. But the person really, like, if you were to look at everybody that night and be like, who's the one in red? It, yeah, it would It'd be, be Sonia. Sonia was in bright red suit. She looked great. Yeah, she did. But, like, if you're going to look at all the people that we saw that night, and Lily's favorite color is red, and she has an eye on somebody, and in the backstage segment that we just talked about with mm-hmm. Sonia and Adam Pierce, in the background is Lily just creeping. The same way that Bray Wyatt's little friends would creep in the yes. background. Exactly. Yeah, the exact same way. And so I don't know where this is going. If we're doing, like... I think it'd be interesting if this was like a, a red herring, kind of like pun intended, like yeah. <laughs> um, that it's not going to be Sonya, but I don't know how we do an Alexa-Sonya feud unless it's something along the lines of Alexa finds out what's really going on behind the scenes with Sonya. Yes, because she's being very sketchy. She's being very sketchy. Mm-hmm. And she has this, like, she has this obsession almost with Charlotte. Yes. She brought Charlotte back from her indefinite suspension a week after a it week happens. A week later, yeah. And then a week after that, she puts Charlotte in the women's title match at Backlash. And we still don't have like a reason as to why. Yeah, her only reasoning was because the men have a triple threat. And Charlotte wants this. Yeah, but like, so there's like, okay. plenty of women on the roll roster yeah. that I'm sure would want this. None of them are the opportunity, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, but... Alexa continues to kind of just lead us along, like put dangle that carrot in front of us. Like, what's going to be next for Alexa Bliss? We didn't see Bray. No. I believe that's two weeks in a row we haven't seen Bray. Yeah, it's been a while. Because he had the Funhouse after after WrestleMania. No Funhouses since. We've had Alexa's Playground every week since. Yes. And yeah, that's where we're at now. We still don't know the real story behind what's going on with Sonya. I don't think we will for a few weeks. Just because Backlash is coming up, I don't think we're going to resolve that anytime Mm-mm. in there. I think that's probably the most interesting thing that's going on in Raw right now, is what on earth is going on with Sonya, who yeah. is also on SmackDown with Adam Pearce. Maybe this leads to one gets a show and one gets the other, where we used to have the old, there's a Raw GM and SmackDown GM, maybe we're going to split those two off and do that again. Because this whole, they're both the same equal footing, It's it can't work. It's not working. No. Even, you know, he thinks that she's under him. She thinks that they're equal. Nobody knows what they actually are. It's mm-hmm. not working. But we're interested to see where it is going. Yeah, because also we had... Sonya was very, very conducive to Roman's dominance on SmackDown. Sonya was doing a lot with Roman on SmackDown before she... I mean, I feel like Roman is just running SmackDown now yeah, himself. Yeah, he doesn't need anybody yeah. anymore. Since that, like, he had that small feud with Adam Pearce, and then, like, since then, it's basically Roman runs SmackDown. Everybody else is just there. And Sonya and Adam are really focused on Raw. But we've had this back and forth, and, yeah, I'm excited to see where it's going. Or how it ends, at least. I like seeing Alexa Bliss come in and, like, do her weird little things, but I am not a fan of this that creepy song that she sang. Oh, yeah. The, like, Lily, What Did You Make Me Do song. Yeah. So... 
that's so creepy and I'm that's what's making me the most excited to see where she's going to go who she's going to attack like I'm very intrigued to see where that's going but next we actually had a return of the Smack or the Raw Tag Team Champions yep. AJ Styles and Omos been a minute they I, I think it's the first time they've been back since Wrestlemania yep and you know the New Day was not having that because that's no. not the type of champions that they were. So they want their match. They get their match. AJ, and it's the same yeah, exact match from WrestleMania. It really is. It's New Day doesn't want Omos in the ring. Omos starts the match in the ring. Yes. And New Day gets no real offense in that hurts Omos. And I le- I think they have something there with Omos because he is, I mean, they, they're saying he's 7'4". Who knows if that's true. But we do know he is a giant human being. Yes, he is. And he's got a little swagger to him lately. Like he's he's on the microphone. He's, on the he's mic not. More, yeah. He's not silent anymore. And he's got this confidence going about him that I think obviously, if you're around AJ Styles enough, some of that's gonna rub off on you. Yeah. And AJ Styles and Omas, it wasn't really a close match. It was another Omos beats the New Day almost by himself. We get the phenomenal forearm off of Omos' shoulders. I love that. Yeah, it's very cool. And Omos and AJ remain the tag team champions. There's not a ton going on in the tag division. Yeah, we don't even know if they have a match set up for Backlash yet. I would. Yeah, there's not a listed one. For sure, I checked yeah. uh, earlier today. There's not a listed Raw Tag Team Championship match. But we do have a Raw Tag Team Currently sprouting. The seeds have been planted. Oh, it's so beautiful. And yeah, Riddle and Orton are are becoming a thing. Yeah, the RK bro is happening and I am here for it. You know, Matt Riddle is always backstage on his scooter and he's great. And he's talking to the Viking Raiders about football. Yeah. And then he sees Randy Orton and he goes scooting off after him. And, you know, he's like, we're undefeated. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, technically, they, they are. They, they are. You know, and Randy's like, we only had one match. Let's go have another match. Here they go out to go against, it was Elias and Jackson Riker. Ugh. They should call that tag team. Who cares? I, I just, I don't, I still don't get them. It's Elias and Elias's twin, Jackson Riker, who is Jack, crazy Jack. Why is he so big? I don't know. That dude is freaking like, massive. Why, does he, why is he Elias's little, like, sidekick? He should be doing some things on his own. They've given us nothing as, like, a reason why they're together. Other than, like, I guess, you know, we both look alike. Let's just be a team, I guess. It still doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, RK-Bro once again works together, and they get another win. So they are now undefeated 2-0. 2-0. This is what I think is where we're going. Because you have Riddle and Orton that are definitely a face team. Mm -hmm. AJ and Omos, definitely the heel team. This could be Riddle and Orton versus AJ and Omos, maybe at Money in the Bank, maybe at SummerSlam. It could be a slow burn thing where we just have AJ and Omos be another whatever tag team, whoever, maybe the Viking Raiders or whoever. Yeah. There's not a lot of depth in the division. And as much as I don't like thrown together tag teams, if you have the personalities and the experience of like a Riddle and Orton, it's working. It's working. It's like an odd couple thing that is working. Yeah. They're having a lot of fun and I'm having a lot of fun watching them. Yeah. Now, another tag team that we've talked about before was the Hurt Business and they did have a match tonight 
on this Raw yes. where it was Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin versus the Lucha House Party. Yeah. They lost, and they've been just losing... Shelton and Cedric. Yes. Yeah. They've been just losing since... Bobby Lashley kicked them out of the Hurt Business. Mm -hmm. And Cedric is now not happy with the fact that they're losing. And he's like, look at us. No wonder they kicked us out. No, they kicked you out. It just goes off on Shelton. Yeah, about how, like, I'm in my prime. And just like you, this team is done. He went off on Shelton Benjamin. And Shelton Benjamin just... Stood there staring at him. He just took it. Goes backstage later, says, you know, he's fine with Cedric getting out what he needs to say. He understands it, but he needs to respect Shelton or he's going to basically make uh, Cedric respect him. And sure. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. We don't. That's going to be like a random raw just match. That yeah, happens. I don't think this that's is... going to be on Backlash or anything. That's probably going to be on this coming week. Or it could be a pre-show match. Who oh, knows? Yeah. But who cares? Yeah, because they're just not part of... They're not part of the Hurt Business. They're not part of the Hurt It'd business. be interesting, like, maybe Cedric tries to fight his way back into the Hurt Business, and he wants to be with Lashley and, and MVP, and maybe by beating Shelton he can prove that he should be with them. I don't know. I, I'm not on the Cedric Alexander train. I know there's a lot yeah, of people like, really he's talented, he's fine. That promo sounded, his voice was very weird. Uh, he was like screaming, but I don't know if he was just hoarse or what it was, but it just, it sounded very Yeah, odd. something was off about it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that did nothing for me. But I mean, honestly, Bobby Lashley doesn't need them. No. And you know, and, no. and that was why he kicked them out to begin with anyway. So there's no point in bringing him back in unless it is kind of like a how Roman has his right hand. Like, Bobby yeah. doesn't need him. I mean, even the, tonight, Bobby goes against Braun Strowman. Yeah. And doesn't need help. He doesn't need help He gets help the distractions all. from Drew. He did. Drew came out. I mean, Drew ends up just joining commentary and kind of, like, being yeah. distracting that way. But Bobby still wins that match. Mm-hmm. You know, he he still wins that match. Drew ends up claymoring him, and he... Yeah. It's on the ground, but... Drew stands tall to end Raw, and we're going to get Drew and Bobby next week on Raw. So, I like when we do, you know, when we have those matches where it's a triple threat match, and the preceding weeks are different combinations of that triple threat match. Yes, I like that I do too. Like I that. think that's nice. And I expect next week for Bobby to beat Drew with distractions from Braun. Because if you have Drew win, it makes Braun look extra weak. Yes. So, I think we're going to get turned out as fair play... Braun comes out, does the same exact thing that Drew did this week. Bobby comes away with the win. And at Backlash, I expect Bobby Lashley to win. We might as well do the predictions now. For this match, yeah, we can. Like For for WrestleMania Backlash, I think Bobby is at this peak where I don't think it's reasonable to knock him off of it. I agree with you, but just for fun, I'm going to go against you on the predictions. Okay, that's fine. You know, one of us needs to win. I, yeah. (laughs) I, well, it'd be funny because we could both be wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's, you have this Braun and Drew feud underlying in this, where Bobby doesn't seem to care about either one, Mm -hmm. but they both have this, this problem with one another, Drew and Braun. And you have Drew distracting Braun this week, makes Braun lose. And like we've had the um, that retribution garbage, yeah. where Drew and Braun had that had it out with those two. I think. 
Well, Drew even brings up retribution this past week because he even says, you know, why take off the stupid masks but keep the stupid names? And I thought Agreed. that was something that Agreed, knew. Drew. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> You've been saying that since those masks came off. Yeah. But yeah, I think at Backlash, I think Drew and Braun are going to cancel each other out. And that's what's going to make Bobby win this match. I think Drew and Braun are going to be so focused on, on each other, each other mm-hmm. that maybe like maybe they start the match off like how we do a lot of triple threat matches where Braun and Drew target Bobby first, mm-hmm. get him out of the way, and then just start beating the piss out of each other. And Bobby comes in at the last minute and gets the victory. That's where I think this is going. That makes sense. That's how a lot of triple threats happen. Exactly. And then I think it's only fair if we do like a Braun Bobby thing at, at Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank predictions are going to be interesting. Yeah. As they are all the time or every year. But yeah, I think Bobby at Backlash is, is the way to go. I think I'm, I agree with you on the fact that I think that Bobby is going to have a long reign. So I don't see this title coming off of him anytime soon. No. But I would give it to Drew out of the three of them. I think putting it back on Drew, you have. You get good matches out of Drew McIntyre every time. And not that you don't out of Braun, because Braun is something else. But I don't think they know what they want to do with Braun yet. And I think they know what they want to do with Drew, but he's still... You know what we need to do with Braun? We know what they need to do with Braun. Shave his head? Shave his freaking head. (laughs) Braun's, like... Okay, so... Bald Braun was kind of cool. was kind of dope looking with a giant beard. He's doing this, like, old man doesn't realize it doesn't grow like that anymore. Yeah, he needs to go back to shaving it. It gave him a scarier edge. Yeah, like he just looks... He, he's making himself look older mm-hmm. with this like short buzz cut that he's just like letting come in slowly. Bro, just well, forget We did the same it. thing with John Cena when John Cena started growing his hair out again. We were like, yeah. what are you doing? And guess what? I'm still on the train of John Cena needs to get <laughs> away from the hair. Like Randy tried to do it. Mm-hmm. Randy realized this, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So we shaved it back. Just a small thing. And other small things on this show... Just as significant as Braun's hair were Gulak and Angel Garza. Yeah, Gulak and Angel Garza had a very weird backstage uh, thing where Angel Garza said he was going to shove a rose up Gulak's butt. I'm not lying. That's what happened. And later in the show, he does it. He does it, guys. So he weird. Re- like so, Garza Angel Garza gets the victory over Drew Gulak with I think they called it the Wing Clipper was the new finish for Angel Garza, and then Angel Garza. Takes a rose, puts it in Drew, Gulak, Drew Gulak's pants, kicks him in the butt. And leaves. And then leaves. And then that was it for that. And then we had Sheamus beats up Mansoor, who made his Raw debut. Uh, Miz and Morrison. Damian Priest beats Morrison, so we, we're continuing the Damian Priest, Miz and Morrison feud. Lana and Naomi lose to Shayna and Nia. And, I mean, that's that's Raw, pretty much, the whole show. United States title seems to just still be in flux. Uh, maybe we do Umberto versus Sheamus because Sheamus did attack Umberto Carrillo earlier in the night to prevent him from answering the open challenge. Yeah, but then Umberto came out and attacked Sheamus, which yes. DQ'd Sheamus. So there is going to be something with at least the two of them. Yeah. Probably for Backlash. But Probably. we still don't have a Backlash match for that title, right? No. There is no amount announced match for the United States title. There's no announced match for the Intercontinental title either. Um, I mean, I'll just run it down right now. The five matches we have announced for Backlash 
are, as we stated, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman for the WWE Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte for the Raw Women's Championship, and then on the SmackDown side, Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship, the Dirty Dogs, Dolph, yeah, the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and, and Robert Roode versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio for the SmackDown Tag Titles, and then Roman versus Cesaro is official. After this week's SmackDown. Yes, We're doing so it. This week's SmackDown, we had that throwback episode for this week, which we found out was actually Fox wanted this throwback episode. And God, was it a letdown. It was Holy shit. very weird. Very weird throwbacks. Like, yeah, I yeah. know how everybody wanted the original Fist, and we didn't get that. And there was a whole bunch of random stuff that was weird. Some stuff was kind of cool. I liked how they did the... Um, the lineup for the match that was up next. Yes. That throwback but aesthetic even was really that, nice. Even that, all the graphics they used. This was my biggest gripe with the third on, or throwback SmackDown. All the graphics they used were pre-SmackDown graphics. Like, yeah. SmackDown debuted in, like, 99, I think. And all the graphics they used were, like, early 90s, late 80s stuff. Even, like, the logo that they had. Mm-hmm. That was older, older WWE stuff. None of it was SmackDown. They kept showing old SmackDown highlights. Yeah, they had a lot of clips with The Rock because, you know, duh. Of course, it's The Rock's it's show. It's his show. And, but couldn't get anything from The Rock. Not even like a quick yeah. little something. Well, he's busy. Of course he's busy. <laughs> but as we know, The Rock has more time in his day than we do. It doesn't make any sense. He should have carved out five minutes of extra time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, SmackDown, uh, I didn't like this show at all. It, I didn't like how it was set up, and it was a bunch of, like, here's a little bit about what's going on with Roman, here's something, here's a little bit more about Roman, here's something else, here's a little bit more about Roman. Yeah. It was a lot of that. I liked the, I like when a story can interweave a whole show. So I liked that, that was, Roman that was opened the, the show, only, he was the middle of the yes. show, he was the end of the show. I did like that. But his segments were the only good thing that happened throughout the entire show. Correct. So, I mean, we can talk about that now. We do open with Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, and Paul Heyman in the ring for a promo. And and how happy was Jay freaking Uso? Oh, my God. It was so sweet. Jimmy Uso finally makes yes, his long way Brother return. Uso is back. Yeah. We now know both Usos are here. Yes. And Jay was so excited. It was he so really was. sweet. He, they, like, jumped on each other. Um, you know, Cesaro interrupts this little family reunion and he comes out and then all of a sudden Seth Rollins is attacking him from behind. Yeah. So after, while this is all going on, on since it's a throwback episode, Teddy Long comes out yeah. and he announces that if Cesaro beats Seth Rollins, then he gets a match against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah. And then, you know, Seth continues to attack Cesaro because that's what's going to happen. That just turns into the match. So the match starts, and the Usos are ringside, but Roman is in the back. He is no longer ringside, and Jay Uso keeps trying to help Seth. Yeah. Because they don't want Cesaro to have this match against Roman. Correct. And Seth keeps saying all these things. I'm not Roman. I don't need you. Do yep. you know who I am? Yep. Which I love when Seth just goes off on these little I'm better than everybody. Do you know who I am tangents? Yeah. It's great. But again, Jay keeps trying to help 
Rollins, and then eventually Rollins pushes him back, Mm -hmm. and Jimmy comes to the defense of his brother and super kicks Seth right in the face. Yeah. And then Cesaro jumps over the ropes onto Jimmy Uso, just knocking the Usos out of his way so that he can keep fighting Seth, gets Seth back in, in the ring, and then pins him. Yeah. So now Cesaro, like we said earlier, is getting this match with Roman at Backlash. Yeah, it's official. Cesaro gets his first ever one-on-one match for a WWE championship. And it's they've set it up very well. He couldn't be more deserving of this title shot. I don't think it's going to go his way. Nobody ever is going to win if Roman Reigns is the person he's throwing up against. No, but since we're doing predictions, I mean... Who are you picking for this match? I'm going to pick Cesaro because I love him and I don't want Roman Reigns to win. And this is why you lose the score I cards know. every I time. I play with my heart she every time. She plays with her heart. Uh, <laughs> I play with my head. I believe that it's going to be Roman Reigns. I always write on it. Cesaro, I want Cesaro to yes, win, but do. we know yeah. Roman's going to. Yeah. Like, I know. So what I think will happen is that Cesaro will get close. and Yeah, he's going to get my hopes up. And, and Uso or two will show up and cost him the match. What I want to happen, and what I like that we're setting up, because we're going to get into also, Seth and Roman had a one-on-one interaction tonight. Yes, right after their match. Yeah, and Seth was not happy, and he goes backstage and confronts Roman and says, am I going to have to, what What was it? Am I going to have to deal with this, or are you going to have to deal yeah, with this? Yeah, so he kept saying, like, your cousins caused me to lose this match. Yeah. It's either your cousin's fault or it's your fault. Loved it. Which was amazing. The way he went in on Roman, because they haven't had any of these interactions. And it was also very, like, low-key friendly. Like, this is how you would come to your friend. Yes. Like, an old friend if a family member of theirs screwed you over. Yes. Like, it was was very, I liked it a lot. He kept saying that, you know, like, you need to handle, somebody needs to handle this. This is somebody's fault. Who did this to me? I'm going to take care of it. And Roman's like... Seth losing is a mess that Roman now has to clean up because Roman now has to go against Cesaro. Yeah. So he's saying that as for his family, he'll clean that mess up too. He'll handle it. And that's when Seth was like, okay, fine. But if you don't, I will. Yeah. And I think... a great interaction between the two of them. Yes. And this is a slow burn that I think we're gearing up towards... Seth versus Roman at SummerSlam. Yeah. But I stand by my decision or my prediction that Cesaro needs to win the money in the bank. I think I think Cesaro loses at Backlash. Yeah. And I think that Roman doesn't even defend the title at Money in the Bank. I think Cesaro goes into Money in the Bank, wins Money in the Bank, but we're setting up for the Seth-Roman match at SummerSlam because that's... An intriguing has, match. That's a match that people to want come. to see. It, yeah. It's going to come. Because people want been, to see that Exactly. Match. And they've been on the same show for almost a year now with almost zero interaction. Yeah, this is the first time we've really seen... Because even, was it last week or the week before, when when Roman came out and was saying things, and then Seth was just like looking at him like a lost puppy, like, hey, yeah, like, I'm hey we were friends. Yeah. Like, why aren't you talking to me? And now that we're getting some interaction, and SummerSlam... We don't know when SummerSlam is going to be because there's been rumors recently that because AEW ran their live show, that WWE is ready, willing, and able to run a live show with fans. And they want that first show to be SummerSlam, but they want it to be soon. SummerSlam is usually in August. 
But they are considering moving that show up a little bit, maybe to July, because they want fans as soon as possible. Because, I mean, Vince, if there's one thing Vince McMahon loves, it's being the first of something or being the biggest of something. So if he could do the biggest gathering of people, like WrestleMania, I think, was the biggest gathering of people Mm -hmm. post-COVID. If they can do that for SummerSlam, Seth versus Roman sells. Oh, yeah. And if you can have lingering in the back, Cesaro has the money in the bank, that's going to be an even bigger sell. It's like you're going to get to see Seth Seth versus Roman and maybe... Cesaro cashes in his Money in the Bank. Yeah, I can't wait to see who is in the Money in the Bank match, though, because even last year, like, when Otis won, we were kind of like, well, they're not going to give it to Otis. And then when they gave it to Otis, we were like, what the hell is Otis going to do with it? Exactly, And he didn't do anything. And he didn't do anything with it. Somehow The Miz got it. Yeah. Like, from him. So I'm very intrigued because if it's not Cesaro, and Cesaro should be the person that it is, but if it's not, like, who's it going to be? There's not a lot of options, I feel like, that they have. No, that's where I think Braun would come back in play. Yeah, but it's the thing. I also think they have a lot of big guys, not just like size-wise, but I think they have a lot of big names that aren't in the main event right now. Like, Randy is always going to be out there as a possibility. Yes. Right? You have Braun. You have Drew, whatever they're doing. They Is it going to be six people? Is it going to be eight people? Mm -hmm. Do we split it up evenly between the rosters? Uh, Where on earth is Keith Lee? Where on earth is Edge? Where on earth is Edge? Exactly. Um, There's so many different possibilities for Money in the Bank, which makes Money in the Bank one of the best shows of the year. I think it's, you know, the Royal Rumble is my favorite show of the year. It always will be. It's just the best. And Money in the Bank is close to that. Money in the Bank has made its way into being one of the top shows of the year. And if they build it right, I mean, the way they did Otis last year was absolute garbage. But... This is the year that you do, like, you can't have back-to-back years where you give, give it to somebody ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you're, you, whoever they give it to needs to be a guy that we can actually see being the champion. Yeah, for sure. And we can see it play out. Yeah. Like, I can see the scenario where Roman mm-hmm. is, I, I, I said this before, I don't want Cesaro to surprise cash in. Yeah. I want him to call his shot. Mm-hmm. So, you could do, like, Seth and Roman and... Maybe Cesaro, like, teases it, but then says, like, you know, I'm not going to do it this way. Acknowledge me. I want you at whenever. Survivor Series, Rumble, who knows. You know what I was thinking? So, we'll keep going back into the promos that Roman and his brother, or his cousins, had during SmackDown. But because of these promos with Jimmy... So, let me talk about that for a second. Jimmy is not here for what Jay is doing with Roman. So there's another backstage promo where Roman is just sitting in the back room. And let me tell you, it is real, like, mob boss style. Yeah, we've been doing this past few weeks with Roman that he is, he just sits in his big chair. Yeah, just, like, waiting for people to come talk to him. Mm -hmm. And the Usos come back in, and he starts going in on Jimmy. Like, you've been back for one hour. You're already making (laughs) mistakes. And I don't want to have to clean up after these mistakes. And, you know, Jimmy is not having it. And he's just like, I, this is not what's going on. You're not going to be talking to me the way you talk to my brother. And second, I ain't nobody's bitch. And walks away. And Jay does follow him. Now, there are things that happen later in the night as well. Because, like I said, there are multiple promos between all of these guys. But what if Jimmy gets the money in the bank? 
Now, I did think of that, too. If I, I do think that you're going to have an Uso in Money in the Bank. Yeah. Because Usos are notoriously incredible in ladder matches. So, I don't... I think it'd be more intriguing to get Jimmy in it. That, because... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if it was Jimmy that... Oh, yeah. ...is the one that wins it? Oh, Jesus. That would or, be... Yeah, either wins it or gets close enough to win it. Like, you could put both Usos in it. Mm-hmm. And Cesaro, and make a whole story out of that with Them protecting Cesaro. The money or in the bank. protecting the money in the bank from Cesaro. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And... And that would just make Cesaro's win even bigger if he has to overcome those kind of odds yes. inside of an already tough odds uh, match. But yeah, Jimmy is not into this, whatever Jay has become. Right? Yes, and Jay is upset about it because in a different promo, he's sitting there like, wait, you think that I'm Roman's bitch? And, and we all do, yeah, Jay. Yeah, we all do. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Jimmy's like, yeah, I do. If it weren't for you, he wouldn't even be the Universal Champion. Like, we were the number one tag team. We need each other. He doesn't need you. And mm-hmm. that's been proven. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and Cesaro proved that, you know, Roman doesn't need anybody but himself. He needs them to help him win. Yeah. But he's not going to help you. No. And they proved that Jay, when they were just spinning Jay for a while. Jay has not accomplished anything. Since joining Roman. When yes. he was against Roman, he was main eventing. That's how he became main event Jey Uso. He had that Hell in a Cell match, mm-hmm. that I quit match. And Jay has not accomplished anything since then. No, and now it looks like they're setting it up to either turn the Usos on each other or have both Usos fall in line as Roman wants them to. Yeah. Or they turn their back on Roman. Like There are these three outcomes for this thing. And I, if they turn the Usos on each other... We are going to stop watching wrestling. Like, <laughs> I, I will I be so upset. Second, like, we would be confused. But, luckily, Jimmy comes back and doesn't really look like Jay. No, It's they, so helpful. It's very helpful because for the... Remember when they were, like, faces and they were all colorful? Yeah. I could never tell them mm-hmm. apart, ever. Even when they weren't, I, we'd had trouble telling them apart. Even when Jimmy has been gone for the last year, we've just been calling Jay Uso Uso. Yeah. Because we didn't know which one it was. Cousin Uso, Brother Uso. Like, yeah. they're all here. He's an Uso. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to turn on each other. No. Well, by the end of the night, so by the end of the night, there's another promo with them. Yeah. And this is this one starts with Roman and Jay backstage. And then it turns into Roman walking away from Jay because he is going out to do an in-ring promo. So it goes from a backstage promo into an in-ring promo. And Jimmy comes out. To interrupt Roman because Roman's sitting here saying, we do it for our family. I love you. I love your brother. That's why I'm trying to give him this opportunity. But he he needs to stay in line and I need to know where he stands. So Jimmy interrupts him and even then Roman's like, you need to fall in line. Acknowledge me or go home to your kids and watch me from TV. And Jimmy peaced. Yeah, Jimmy's like, I'm I'm not going to do this. Because as Jimmy said earlier in the night. I am nobody's bitch. Yeah, and he is not. He's no. leaving. And he then, pieces out. Jay goes after him. Yes, Jay's like, please just acknowledge him. Like I know get, it's, it's like, so funny because it's I it get what they're trying to do with Jay of like he just wants the whole big happy family. Yes, and it's so easier to do it this but way. But it's like kids arguing and like one of the parents is just like oh, just give him what he wants. Just yes. like just give him the toy. Just give him whatever. That's exactly just acknowledge what it is. him. And that's, yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like Jay and Jimmy are 
Roman's parents. Mm-hmm. And Roman's upset that one of the parents won't give him what he wants. Uh, I I like it because you we have like this... I mean, we have a real family. Yes. And real brothers. Mm-hmm. And there's like this strife going on between all of them, but for different reasons. Will Jimmy and Jay become a tag team again? Does Jimmy want to help Roman? Can Jay... Will Jay turn on Jimmy? But then... Or will Jay turn on Roman? Will Jay turn on Roman? Exactly. And Jay leaves to go get Jimmy. And that leaves an opening for the Swiss Superman. Mm-hmm. Who shows up, starts to beat up Roman. Jay goes in. Cesaro beats up Jay. And then Jimmy goes in. Well, Jimmy tries to stop Jay from going in. When yes. Cesaro is, is attacking Roman... Jay goes running, and Jimmy pulls him back. He said, no, let's see if he's got this on his own. He doesn't. And he doesn't. And Jay went running in after him right into Cesaro's trap because Cesaro is a Superman. And then Jimmy runs in to help Jay, and Jimmy gets taken out. Cesaro takes out the whole family. Yeah, and then just as a little cherry on top, attacks Roman one more time to keep him down. Yeah. And Cesaro leaves the show, the only one standing, and... I mean, that's this is the weakest we've seen Roman and family. Oh yeah. Since this whole thing is. It's started. all gonna get blamed on Jay. Jimmy. Or yes, on Jimmy. Yeah. See? This whole next week yeah, exactly. <laughs> next week I think if Jimmy does not acknowledge Roman, Roman's gonna be the shed of Jimmy. Yeah. Well remember. And either before, Jay's gonna have to either watch or join. It's gonna be very before weird. when Jay first started to like become Roman's right hand. At, when they had their feud beforehand, yeah. we kept saying, like, all right, well, then the other Uso's going to come back, mm-hmm. they're going to fight, and it's going to just turn into a line of Roman fighting off his own family member. Leading and, to... Leading to him fighting The Rock. And, yeah. you know... Which we can still do. We can still do that. In yeah. the back of my brain, that keeps happening whenever yeah. Jimmy's like, Mm-mm, I'm not your bitch. Like, so I don't know about Rikishi's health lately, but if Rikishi <laughs> yeah, wants to catch an ass with him, why not? Who why cares? not? So that could be interesting. Um, but yeah, that left Cesaro as the last man standing. and Gotta love it. This was the biggest and most important thing that was happening on SmackDown. I'm going to correct you. It was the only important thing that happened on SmackDown. It was probably kind of like the only thing that happened on SmackDown. We had, like, as much as I love Bianca and Bailey, it's fine. It's setting up for their match. Yes. Uh, you know, and I kind of like what Bailey did at first because it... Well, let's run f- down what happened with... Um, Bailey comes out. Yes. She wants to do a celebration of women's champions. Yes, because we're on this throwback episode, so yes. she's throwing it back to all the women champions so of she, WWE. She talks about Lundra Blaze, and Lundra Blaze was great, but not as great as her. Jacqueline was great, but not as great as her. Molly Holly was great, but not as great as her. So Bailey is just backhand complimenting all of these legends, and then Bianca comes out and is just not. She's not having it. No, I love Bianca because she just turns around and she's like, "Hey, Bailey." Maybe you should worry about yourself. Yeah. Like, you don't like my confidence. Yeah. And you need to worry about yourself. I love what Bailey's doing. When Bailey she as came a down, heel is my favorite yeah, thing I've so, ever seen. Because she's doing this, like, Sami Zayn heel where it's very funny. Yes. Like, she comes out and she puts her hands up for the pyro and just says, ding dong. Hilarious. She's the funniest great. thing I've ever seen. In my my life. favorite thing about her, though, is that she did go from this... Uh, the hugger yeah. to this heel that just points and laughs in people's faces. And yeah, she's a very silly heel. I and love it's it. very like, entertaining. The disrespect of just pointing yeah. and laughing in somebody's face. Yeah. Like, while Bianca is saying, you should be worrying about yourself, and she's all, 
at high and mighty as she should be, mm-hmm. saying, I'm the women's champion, I am technically better than you right now, yeah. and I am going to eventually take that longest champion title away from you, Bailey's only response is laughing. Yeah. And, and then she goes for the takedown. Yeah. Bianca stuffs it because Bianca's legs are as she's big just as... so strong. Yeah. It's so strong. The foundation of a massive house. And Bianca stuffs the takedown, and... She she works over Bailey a little bit and then she goes to take out one earring mm-hmm. and then Bailey goes to take out the other one. Well, Bailey got her pinned in a corner yeah. or like grabbed her by the earring and then pulled her into the corner. Throws her down, stomps the hair, stands on her stands hair. On her that hair. another great heel move. Yep. She could not get back up. And then hits whatever her finish is. I don't know what she's calling her finish, but she hits it, leaves Bianca laying again, laughing while she's walking away. Yeah, and Bailey walks out. With Bianca just face down on the mat. Mm-hmm. And we are getting Bailey versus Bianca Belair again. At WrestleMania Backlash. Would we, it would be remiss of us to not mention that Sasha Banks has not been seen. She's still not back. So on the SmackDown side, you had two main events. Mm-hmm. Both SmackDown, uh, both nights of WrestleMania ended with a SmackDown match. It was Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair and Roman versus Edge versus yeah. Daniel Bryan. Sasha has not been seen since. And neither has Edge. And Edge has not been seen and since. And Daniel Bryan is now kicked off of and Daniel Bryan maybe WWE in general. Yeah, so the news on that is... Yeah, we haven't even Daniel, talked about that. Daniel Bryan might be a free agent. We don't know for sure. He's been very tight-lipped oh, about it. Oh, so nervous. He He's... said in an interview recently that people were talking about the September date for his contract to expire, but that that September date was from his last contract and that... He won't say when his new contract expires, and now all of a sudden, maybe it did expire. Yeah, so maybe he's not going to NXT. Maybe he's not going to NXT. Maybe he... Listen, if there's anything that Daniel Bryan's going to do, if he is a real... If he is actually a free agent, and he knows that his time in the wrestling business is short, I can't imagine that he doesn't just go on, like, a last tour. Yeah. Where he goes and maybe he goes to Japan and faces Will Ospreay and Jay White. He has said that he wants basically to do what Kenny Omega is doing and wrestle, and John Moxley, mm-hmm. wrestle on multiple different... That's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah. We have like a Daniel or Brian Danielson last run tour where it's he goes to New Japan and faces Will Ospreay. And he goes to AEW and faces Kenny Omega. And he goes to Impact and faces Moose. And he goes to... CMLL and faces Andrade, and he goes all over the world. And maybe he ends up in WWE for that last match. But if he's really doing a like free agency last run, that would be. I mean, he'd be the biggest free agent in a very long time. Yeah. Since I, I mean, well, since Moxley, it. but bigger than Moxley. He would definitely be bigger than Moxley. Moxley, that was a huge free agent, but... But we also knew that was coming. We knew Moxley was leaving for a while. This is Daniel Bryan. And this is out of nowhere. This is going to be... Yeah. I do hope that he takes a little bit of time off or whatever and just kind of like... This is CM Punk level, but CM Punk never actually came back. Don't even talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still sad about that. Daniel Bryan as a free agent is huge news, if that is the news. But we touched on Bianca and Bailey were doing that match at WrestleMania... Some other small things that happened on SmackDown. Uh, we had this 10-man tag match of Big E, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke, Montez Ford, and Angelo Dawkins versus Sami Zayn, Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Otis, and Chad Gable. 
Baron Corbin pinned Shinsuke. This match literally accomplished absolutely nothing. Well, it was just another Teddy Long match. Like, it, was it was a thrown-together nonsense. Sami Zayn asked, what was it, Sonya Deville? It was, Sonya Deville and Teddy Long were just in the back talking, and Sami yes. Zayn came up asking for a match against Apollo, I think. Yeah, he wants he his Intercontinental title his match, title and instead back. he gets a 5-on-5 five five where he has to team with Apollo, and then at the end of the match, once it's done, we did get a small... Like, Sammy tried to touch the Intercontinental mm-hmm. title, and Apollo ripped it away real quick. I think I, I think we're getting a slow turn of Sami Zayn from conspiracy crazy heel to conspiracy crazy face. Mm-hmm. Because at a certain point, it is a conspiracy if he's not getting an Intercontinental title shot. Because yeah. it's not like he doesn't deserve one. But he's been so entertaining, and he's been memefied. With all these dances and everything, I think he's getting over, and this is what sucks about not having fans, because I think if we had fans, he'd be getting cheered. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. I love Sami Zayn. I always have. I think we're getting a slow burn turn for him, but that match was absolute garbage. The fact that it ended with Corbin facing, or pinning Shinsuke. Yeah, it was so weird. Two guys that haven't done anything in a while. Well, you know what else was weird throughout that night, too? For some reason, we had Carmella versus Ruby Riot, and yes. Liv was with Ruby. Now yep. we have not seen the Riot Squad since that turmoil. Recurring theme on this podcast is that why don't we use the Riot Squad? It doesn't make any sense. So instead of using the Riot Squad as a tag team later in the night, where Shayna and Nia have a match, we are using Ruby to lose to Carmella. Mm-hmm. Why? And we had Tamina facing Reginald. Garbage. Oh, that's right. I thought it was Nia. Nia and Shayna were there. They weren't even yeah. in the match. It was Tamina versus Reginald. Who cares? Nobody. Uh, it was awful. I think it ended in a DQ. It did. I, I, yeah. And we had Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler, which turned into Dolph Ziggler versus Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio gets the win. And we're gearing up for the Mysterios as tag team champions. I want that. I want that so it's bad. Been, like, it's been teased for a while now. It'd be the first time that a father-son That's the only reason are tag I want champions. It. It's the only reason I'm yeah. sure that Vince wants it. Uh, it'd be a nice story. I, I understand why they want to do it. And, I mean, that's all of Raw and SmackDown. But we did not. We forgot. Yeah, we didn't talk to, about something that happened to on touch Raw. On I just thought about a, that, too. A Raw moment that... We talked earlier before this podcast about what we were going to talk about, and I I may have sarcastically, but not sarcastically, wanted this to be an all-Eva Marie uh, podcast, but we're going to save her for last, I guess. Yeah, we'll save the best for last, because so, I'm here for her return. Yeah, so Eva Marie, in 2013, signs a contract with the WWE to go to their performance center. She claims that it was just like a spur-of-the-moment thing. She was running for like a modeling agency and just heard about this tryout. She impresses with her look, and she gets signed and almost immediately debuts on the main roster. Yeah, and you know what's funny? I hated Eva Marie back then. Well, this was eight years ago. Yeah, I did not okay. care about all red everything. And, yeah. and this was because um, they were making Total Divas for the mm-hmm. first time on E with the Bella Twins, and Eva Marie was part of that. And Eva Marie just wasn't ready. She had no real wrestling training. I think she had like a couple months of wrestling training. She looked like she didn't know what she was doing. That's why I didn't like her because she was either like getting hurt or hurt. Like she was going to hurt somebody because she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. And then, you know, she does these series of matches where she, like, I remember there was one, all these matches where they actually didn't happen. 
right? There was one match where she gets in the ring and then all of a sudden, like, her shirt is coming off, so they had to stop the match. There was another one where she was stuck in traffic and couldn't make I it to the match. I forgot about all of these. This yeah. is, yes, this all happened. And it was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she disappears. She's gone. Yeah. Gone forever, but not forgotten. And then now we get a quick vignette back or uh, of Eva Marie just on a car, yeah. looking all all kinds yeah, of. Are great. you listening? Do you see me? What was she saying? Like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can you see me now? Is yeah. commercial? And. She's back. The evolution is what she's calling it. And she just talks about how she has done so much for herself outside of wrestling that she wants to come back and take it to the top. And yeah, come top back wrestling. to where she started. And as somebody that was not a fan of Eva Marie, I know you weren't really as well. She has... We've kept our eye on her. Oh, yeah. She has like a, a big... She's killing it. Yes. In, like, the business world. She has a fashion line. She has a fitness line. Yeah. She, she has endorsements from Monster is Energy. Her She is jacked physique, to the gills. Yes. Like, I, I just want to know whether or not she is going to be wrestling. Yes. Or is she going to be a manager? I And I know this is... People are not happy about this I return. know. People are very salty about yes, this. Yes, and... I'm I'm happy about it because I know I've been watching her for the last few years and I'm excited to see because she's so much stronger now than what she was before. It's been rumored for a while that she was coming back and then it kind of died down and then now we get all these vignettes and people are making the point that they released the Iconics, and yes. they released Mickey James, and now they're bringing in Eva Marie. Why are they bringing in Eva Marie? Mm-hmm. But we and gotta we give her a shot. Yes, it's, and it's a listen, totally different person at this point. Absolutely, it's a completely different person. This woman, tons of uh, followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. like five million followers on Instagram. She has built herself an empire. Oh yeah, and the fact that she even wants to come back is commendable. Especially because she did not get a lot of love from the WWE Universe her first run. Yeah, she got a lot of hate. And she left, and now she wants to come back. And she's getting a lot of hate again. Yeah, it's a shame. But I think it'll help her because she's coming in with with heat. Yes. She's coming in with the fans already against her. And if she can turn the fans around, that'll be huge. Oh, yeah. But she gives off this, like, I think she can't... If she's wrestling, push her to the moon. Push her to a mm-hmm. title match as soon as you can. Because you could have her face-to-face with Charlotte and be like, she could probably take her. Yeah, she is, she could be so just dominating in the ring if she's in the ring. And we, I mean, don't, we don't know what she can do in yes, the ring, but we do know she is physically ready. Yes. Yeah. She's ready for it, and I'm ready to give her a shot and see I'm, it. I'm absolutely ready to give her a shot. She seems so much more confident. She seems so much more ready for this opportunity. And as much hate as she's getting, she's getting support here because... The fact that she wants to come back. Yeah. And anytime you leave the wrestling business and you leave kind of going out with a lot of hate, but you still want to come back and show that respect to the business, I love that. And I'm excited for Eva Marie. And I think that's it in terms... Well, do we have any other predictions for for Backlash? Because we know we're both picking Roman. No, I'm going to pick Cesaro just for fun. I'm going to take Roman. For backlash, I'm gonna uh, pick Bianca because I love her. I'm gonna pick Bianca as well against Bailey. Rhea Ripley versus Oscar versus Charlotte. Who you got? Ugh, I hope it's not Charlotte. 
I want Rhea to win it. I want Rhea to keep it. I'm going to go with... You know what? This all comes back to whenever Becky's going back because I want I Becky know, yeah, to right. take that title off of Asuka. I think that would just be poetic, and I want that. But I'm gonna. I I love Rhea, so I'm gonna give it to Rhea. I'm gonna pick Rhea as well. Bobby versus Drew versus Braun. I took Bobby. You're taking Drew. Yeah. And then watch Braun's gonna win. Yeah. The (laughs) only other match that we have announced is the Dirty Dogs versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, and I want the Mysterios. I'm gonna say the Mysterios are gonna take that. I couldn't. I'm not interested in it, but I understand why we want to do it. But yeah, other than that... Well, I know that the rest of the, annou- the matches will be announced probably this week on Raw and SmackDown. Because yeah. we have a week until Backlash. So yeah. we know all of the matches will be announced by then. Follow us on Instagram. We'll put up more predictions the, the day before. So that Saturday before Backlash, we'll put up our predictions. And, you know, we can talk more about it then. Yeah, that's this week in wrestling, guys. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at HeBookSheBook. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Monday to HeBookSheBook wherever you get your podcasts.